What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thanks for coming out, everybody. How are you? How you guys been, man? Happy Friday. It's good to be here once again, going live to talk to the people that know about this show during the beta. Uh, For those that are brand new, welcome. Okay, I've been doing this show for uh, close to two years. The podcast is about six years old, but the live streaming has been two years since the pandemic, right? So uh, 2022 is right around the corner, and I am looking to build a brand new studio. So that's why the green screen is gone. I'm going to give you guys a tour later on today uh, to show you all the work that's been done here in order to kind of get this uh, studio going. It's been a hectic week so far. I've been, you know, breaking floorboards. I just finished putting two coats of paint. I got to seal off the edges because there's like water leaking in. Uh, but yeah, here we are. And uh, we go live even though we're not finished. Because why wait? I've got this one uh light here to kind of it looks like i'm gonna tell you guys a scary story podcast style uh so how are you miami everything okay i'll put it on the chat berna what's up uh clarinectris what's up uh nerd nerdesg marsham hello what's up hey kaylee joe bob i am el guapo capo when i go viral i stay indoors and get tested oh wait wait i got the sound for it There we go. Uh, Excuse the lack of uh, audio, the lack of light, the lack of background. I've been working on the studio, like I said, and uh, things. I just set this whole thing up. Um, So let's get started. I'm going to show you guys the setup here. So uh, let's see. Let me disconnect here and kind of show you this. Check this out. So, uh, yeah, this is the garage floor, right? Brand new, fresh paint of coat. I mean, <laughs> coat of paint. This is my bookshelf. This is my desk. And over here is going to be a brand new location where I'll be setting up yet another desk. So I'll probably have like two different areas to perform uh, some sort of a live show. And, you know, it's been a lot of work. Um, I'm trying to get it finished before the first week of November. But the problem with doing handiwork on your own and trying to, you know, when you put a deadline, you kind of want to speed it up in order to kind of, uh, you know, if I say I'm going to get it done one day uh, and I make that day specific, I'm more likely to get it done. You know what I mean? And so uh, hopefully the mid-November, I'll I'll get the studio ready uh, and I'll show you guys kind of like what I'm going to do here. It's going to be like a gaming place slash streaming slash uh, stand-up, virtual. I mean, it's all one big experiment. It's still something I've been um, trying to figure out, I guess. You know, when you do the live stream, com- you know, when you do comedy live streams, it's always, like, up to... It's up to God. God, I hope it's going to work. And, uh, you know, usually I do have it figured out. Uh, it's all about riffing. It's all about interacting with you guys on the chat. It's all about putting the word out there. And I got to go past Miami in order to uh, find a bigger audience, right? Because Miami right now is partying. And right now, uh, you know, doing a late night virtual style talk show, like Shady says over here, late night pod, coño. Well, Shady, what can I tell you, buddy? Uh, 10.30 for me works. It's something that I've considered as the, 
you know, I've been taking polls and I've been asking for feedback and I've been kind of like telling people about this and, and trying to, to see, you know, what people want. And apparently uh, the late night is most likely where it's at because everybody's stuck in traffic at six o'clock when I used to do it back then in the afternoons. And on Friday and Saturday, some people aren't even out of their house yet. You know, they're probably out partying. And so when, um, when you go live, I, won't, I don't want people to tune in, you know, pull out their phones while they're stuck in traffic. And then, you know, they get in an accident and then it's my fault. Speaking of traffic, did you guys hear what happened in Doral? It was, uh, oh, hey, wait a second. I see you, Shady. Shout out to Shady. Thank you, Shady. Appreciate it. Thanks for buying that badge. Uh, you know, everything counts, especially when you've got uh, all this to do. I got to buy more, more paint tomorrow. Oh, you should see me walking into Home Depot, guys. If people don't even acknowledge me. They think that I'm lost. I go to a Home Depot uh, and I try to ask people like where stuff is, right? Like I tr- I'm trying to figure out what kind of carpet I'm going to put on my garage here. People don't even pay attention to me. You know, I walk in looking the way I look. Uh, permiso, estoy buscando una carpeta para garaje. Some guy literally looked at me in the face and was like, I don't know where that is. <laughs> I've never had that happen in my entire life. I've never asked someone that works somewhere where there's something. And then they just look at you and be like, you know what, man? It, it's almost like this guy dismissed me as if he didn't want to talk to me. I don't really want to talk to you, man. I don't know where it is. Get out of here. Carpet in a garage. Well, it's not the regular kind of carpet you would put in your living room. It's a garage carpet. It's kind of like this thing that rolls out. It kind of looks like the kind of uh, carpets you find at the gym. Those rubber ones that if you were to drop a baby, it'll bounce a couple of times. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I'm going to get that and then I got to cut it, put some double sided tape. And uh, yeah, I'm finishing up the paint. And then I got to move. The, no, and then I got to water seal the cement before I get the carpets, which will run me a lot of money. Garage carpets, for some reason, cost more money than the, the carpets you buy, uh, you know, in your living room. You buy a nice sewed uh, carpet or rug, you know, two, three hundred dollars, right? If it's fancy or whatever. Hell, you can even go to Ikea and get one for like a hundred bucks. A nice area rug. Uh, garage rugs, for some reason, are like $800 because, I don't know, uh, it's made out of rubber. Eats me. Monsheree Danny says, oh, yep, it should help with the audio of the studio. Of course. I mean, the audio right now is horrible. Echo everywhere. It just bounces. I just got, I got raw cement beneath me, raw popcorn ceiling above. Not even popcorn ceiling. What is this? Raw uh, post-hurricane ceiling with some wet spots that I got to, like, patch up and paint. Okay, bear with me, guys. All right, this is all brand new. Um, If you guys want to hear bad audio, look, check this out. I got got another microphone plugged in here. Check check this out. Hey, can you hear the echo? Can you hear the quality of this cement beneath me and how it bounces? This audio everywhere. Uh, I've got this $300 Rode microphone in front of me and it works like shit when the room is not insulated. And so as I continue to figure out what to do in this goddamn garage, 
uh, hopefully I'll, uh, I'll have it all sorted by, uh, by November. There you go. You see, look how professional that was. You saw that segue. You saw that quality of uh, segue. Uh, super happy to see the studio adapting and growing. Oh, thank you for that. Monsheree. Uh, Shady says, bro, the final vision is going to be so awesome. It is, uh, it is, uh, you know, and speaking of a uh, content and the podcast, you know, your boy's gone viral a couple of times, not super viral, right? You get like a million or whatever, but like I've, I've posted content that does well occasionally and it gets you a lot of views and it gets people coming to your page and people checking you out and saying like, oh my God, you know, what you're doing is so amazing. You've been doing it for how long? Eight years. Why? <laughs> how did I figure you out just now? Uh, so uh, I, I posted this meme recently about uh, Miami girls. And in case you guys are new to the page, I always make fun of the ladies here in Miami, but I do it out of love. Okay. Disclaimer, it's out of love. Uh, so I posted this meme and it's like Ariel from the Little Mermaid. And it says, uh, uh, Satan has this contract and it says, uh, uh, you will every day will feel like a party, but you'll only date fuck boys. And then, and then I wrote Miami girls and it's a, it's like an image of Ariel signing the contract and it boomed, right? Like it, it hit a nerve, <laughs> I guess. And it went out into the Miami metaverse and a lot of people started liking it, commenting it, sharing it. And it became like a thing. People started uh, really resonating with it. And a lot of people believed that, uh, a lot of people believe that that it was true. So, uh, because of that meme, uh, then there's been, there's been memes before that kind of like gives you kind of like this overnight buzz. Like you know, you get like a hundred new followers, a bunch of people start sharing it. A lot of people DM you when you go viral. A lot of people hit you up and they start asking for collabs. And then, well, something that happened brand new with this one because this meme attracted particularly Miami girls. Uh, I got a lot of DMs from from girls in Miami and they were, you know, they were very attractive. I'm not going to lie. So uh, for the first time ever, I kind of got a sense of how uh, kind of like getting these little little squirts of virality, for lack of a better term. Sorry about that. It sounds a little sounds a little too uh, uh, too much of a sexual connotation there. But these little squirts of virality occur occasionally. And what you got to do is. Uh, you just got to keep swinging, man, because, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all these social media platforms, you see these viral pages, but you don't see the pages that also create stuff just as good, but without a, a big following. Uh, and this is, this is probably one of the most difficult things to explain to people because whenever you scroll through TikTok or you see someone, you know, kind of like getting a lot of, uh, uh, how do I say this, interactions with their posts, th that's a very, very small amount of, that's a very small fraction of how many people are actually creating out there that don't have a lot of following. You know what I mean? So uh, I never felt compelled to go viral. Like I know a lot of my comedy friends are like doubling down and they got in there working hard. It's like, my next video has got to pop. I gotta, I gotta go hard on the next video. I gotta get some clout on this next, right? Like they kind of go that route where it's, it's like they're, they're shooting craps. Come on a hundred thousand K come on a hundred thousand K right. That whole thing. 
but the way the way I would recommend uh, approaching it is don't make your content for the sake of going viral because it's going viral is like playing the lotto. Okay. Occasionally, if you create enough, well, first things first, you got to be creative to go viral. Okay. Uh, You've got to create something. It's got to be brand new. Um, It's got to be something that comes from you, right? It's got to be something different. It's got to be something that can be identified by other people and can resonate with people. So if you're creative online, uh, your chances of you know, hitting this is, is more is more likely than someone just posting like selfies. You know, I've never seen a selfie go viral, <laughs> at least not yet. I mean, I, are, are they going viral? Maybe a pretty girl's face, right? Like those IG models that they post a photo of themselves and then like, you know, you get a bunch of creepers <laughs> following you back. I don't know. I don't know what that world is all about. But like I've seen on my reels, you know, when reels gets recommended to you, you sometimes just see like girls like dancing. And then, and then you look at this 20 second video clip of this girl doing a dance and it's like, and it's got like 200,000 views. And I'm like, who, who watches this? <laughs> and then like, and then like other people jump on the bandwagon, they find the trend. It's like, okay, let me play this song in the background. Let me do that dance. But instead of finishing like that, I'm going to finish like this. Right. And then, you know, the trend kind of goes on and then it peters out. So, uh, I mean, if you want to play that game to go viral, your chances are likely to, to make it happen. But from my experience, I think the best thing you can do is just be creative. Okay. Be creative, go out there, create something brand new, something different, something that can be identified with. And then eventually if you do it enough, let's say if you post a hundred things that are like authentically creative, from yourself, like a hundred things, right? And some things will be hits and some things will be misses. Uh, One of them or two of them is going to get you some traction. And then when that traction, it brings you new people and then you can like learn how it works and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. And then, hey, next thing you know, you wake up. When did I start the Instagram page? 2016. Then, you know, you wake up seven years later and you got almost 20K followers. (laughs) I worked hard for those 20K followers and God damn it, I will never give anyone my, my login credentials. I remember this one time I hired a social media person to do my stuff. And the social media person was like, all right, I got your Twitter. I got your YouTube. But uh, what about your Instagram? You haven't sent over the credentials for your Instagram. I was like, I'm not going to send you that. Hell no. Hell no, I'm not going to give you that. You know what it's like? You know, the fear of you working seven years to grow a following Instagram is my biggest channel, apart from the website, but that's just Google, right? That's not social media. But like Instagram took me seven years to get to where it's at, just creating day after day, just content after content. And then some social media person is going to jump in, <laughs> read my DMs and all the sliding I'm doing. God damn, Manny, Manny slides in the DMs more than he creates memes. <laughs> there's more there's more messages in the in the folder than there are memes on the page how the hell ah <laughs> uh, shit and so uh yeah I'll, I'll never give my credentials to uh anyone for this page because it's like to wake up and have your shit gone it must be painful you know that must hurt especially if you like 
work so hard at it. So anyways, I digress. So here's what you got to do. If you ever go viral, uh, create. And when it does come, uh, figure out what made you go viral and then just do it again up until it's over. And then you got to find the next thing. But the only way to get there is by creating. So if you're the kind of person that can actually go out there and create something, by all means, go ahead and do it. The next thing I would point out about going viral is it's better to be known for something than it is to go viral for something. And let me tell you what I mean. Uh, you know, I hang out with people that have been viral, right? I ha- I've, ha- I've hung out with many comedians that, that, are, that are viral, right? Like they post something and they get thousands of views and, you know, then they're loved for their content. Uh, the thing is this, sometimes you get the kinds of followers that won't really support anything past a like or a comment or a share, meaning th- it, it ends there. Like you're, it's such a superficial uh, connection with people, but in mass. So like if you have 100,000 people that like watch your video, only about, a t- you know, 10% of that is probably going to support you in something, which is still a lot. Don't get me wrong. But uh, there's also people that are very uh, successful that don't have that many followers or they don't have a social media page at all. Like, have you ever seen, have you ever met somebody that, like that's doing very well for themselves? You're like, yo, what's your social media? Oh, I don't have one. What? What kind of a weirdo doesn't have a, a social media page? You don't want to go viral? <laughs> you don't want to be an online star? And be known for something? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they exist. People just don't want, and, and God bless them. God bless them for not wanting to get on social media. Blessed. You, you don't have to wake up and wonder, what, what kind of meme am I going to write today? Huh, let's see. What am I going to, how can I? And then you got to scroll and you got to see that your friends are living, right? They're always living their best life. And then you got to be like, oh my God, Samantha, you look so great. Congratulations to you and your baby. What happened to Sam? Oh, you guys broke up already. Wow, that was fast. But you can't say that part, right? You got to be polite. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure you'll find someone special. Bitch can't hold on to a man. You leave the shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, what do I mean by going, uh, instead of going viral, try to be known? All right. So, this is, a really, this is a really cool concept. Hear me out, okay? This one's going to be a valuable one. It's better to be known for something than to be famous. No, I shouldn't say that because being famous must be pretty cool. You know, you're wealthy. You got a lot of people wanting you. I mean, I don't really want to be wanted like that. But, you know, some people do, All right. So, okay, let me rephrase. Being famous is fine, you know, if that's what you want. Uh, but it's easier, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's easier to be known for something than to to try to be famous because fame comes randomly. Like there's a very small amount of people that become famous, but there's a lot more people that are known. Like your chiropractor down the street uh, is is known, right? He's uh, Dr. Smith chiropractor on, I don't know, Westchester, right? So when you're known, uh, you can control that. You can design a photo of you, right, with a filter so you look handsome uh, to be like, I do this. This is what I want to be known for. Uh, Manny Garavito, attorney, or, you know, um, uh, Milena Santana, uh, I don't know, 
professional uh, eye doctor. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you guys do. Okay. <laughs> You're not known like me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what I'm trying to say is you can control what you're known for. Okay. You can control what you're known for, but when you go, when you get famous through a viral video, you have to live up to whatever made you viral. You know what I'm saying? It's tricky because when you go viral for something, people are going to know you, know you for that. And that only catch me outside. How about that? Forever. We'll follow that girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She will forever have to say that in order to maintain her status, I guess. Right? Like she can never be like somebody that crochets or something. Not that she would be interested in that, but you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you try to become known for something, you can make a website saying you are that. You can make a post talking about that. You can interview people about that whatever that is that you want to be known for. And then you slowly grow and become known to, you know, that circle of people. All right, let me catch up with the comments here. Um, Conquer says, you make my night better. Thank you for sharing your humor. Oh, you're welcome, Conquer. My, my pleasure. Hey, look who's back. Karen with an E. Think she's slick. It's not Karen. It's Karen. Okay? Karens, I mean, Karens have a heart. And we get offended, too. I'm going to call the fucking cops. I can't believe you think I'm a Karen. I can't believe this shit. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to handle it. Yes, hello? Police officer? Yes, somebody here is calling by the wrong name and being very aggressive to me. Yes. What's my name? It's Karen Martina. No, Karen. God damn it. (laughs) Sorry. All right, uh, Corey Cognac says, uh, famous preachers don't want to bashed on social media by free thinkers. Famous preachers don't want to be bashed on social media by free thinkers. Uh, famous preachers. What do you mean, like Gary Olson? Remember when Gary Olson locked his doors during the hurricane? That was hilarious. Oh, dude, you know, if I was Gary Olson in that scenario, that's the probably, all right, so you know what, going viral and being famous, we can actually riff off that. Um, what you do for a living, Fernandez says, what do, you, what do I do for a living? I do digital marketing, and I use digital marketing to do things like comedy, build websites, networking. I would say primarily I'm a coach, but I use digital marketing to be a coach, so it becomes like this cycle. And then through digital marketing, I do MiamiComedy.com. I work with other people, and I build their websites and funnels. I'm kind of like an online freelancer because of digital marketing, right? Um, so that's what I do. There you go. Uh, I've met preachers uh, that you're the country with no social media. I've met preachers that you're the co- that tour the country with no social media. Exactly. But they probably go the the they probably go the uh, the old school way. You know, they hand out flyers to people that live in the backwoods and shit because you know they're like, we don't gotta be on no Instagram. We 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 only need to socialize with the Lord. And then some guy just pulls up, be like, hey, come socialize with us as we socialize with the Lord. Where have you been all my life, buddy? I've been trying to socialize with people like you, socializing with God. Let's socialize together. Oh, you would like to socialize with my pockets? Why, yes, indeed. Why, yes, indeed. 
Uh, yo, what up, TP? Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> uh, she a famous rapper now. Oh, yeah, she's trying to be a rapper. That's right. Yeah, it's commitment. Oh, yeah, so let's riff on this, man. Manny's redneck voice is top notch. Yeah, I know. I guess uh, I guess there was, there's a side of, I mean, maybe I should do a 23 and me. you know? It's like, oh, my God, I'm 7% redneck. <laughs> Just imagine if the results come back. It's like, I didn't even know redneck can be categorized as a race. It says here, redneck. Uh, I find that very offensive to be called a redneck. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think what let's talk about going viral and being famous for something uh, and, and kind of riff on this. Uh, uh, what's his name? Gary Olson. Is that, is that the guy? Isn't Gary Olson a little short dude? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Gary Olson, right? That's the guy that locked his doors when the hurricane was coming. Ain't nobody coming out. Hold on. Gary Olson. Make sure I, I got the right thing here. No, not Gary Oldman. Uh, yeah, is it Gary Olson? No, he's a musician. Who's the guy that's a preacher? Gary Preacher? Gary Birdsong? No, that ain't him either. Joel Osteen. Where the hell did I get Gary Osteen from? All right, Joel, thank you. Uh, yeah, so Joel Olstein, he has to live up to the reputation, and God damn it, he's been doing it. Um, you know, the guy's been out there preaching the word of the Lord for a, oh, just remind me, I gotta get the hell out of here. I gotta go soon, guys. I'll just let you know. Uh, all right, he's preaching, yeah, Joel Osteen was preaching the word of the Lord, and then you know, something happens. He's got a big mansion that was provided by many. And the, the word of the Lord said, look after those that are homeless. Right. But he, you know, the Lord didn't say specifically, uh, you know, how to look after him. Like whenever, whenever I see, whenever I go to Brickle and do my comedy shows and I see uh, somebody in front of a 7-Eleven, they go, hey, man, you got some change. I never have change. But you know what I do? What do you want, man? You want some? They're like, yeah, let me get a, let me get a Gatorade. Right. I'm like, all right, man, here's a Gatorade. Have a great night. Okay. That's my way of giving back, right? But I'm not going to be like, I got, I got a garage in my house, man. You want to you wanna come out of the garage? You want to lay down? I'd be like, no, <laughs> hell no. So if, if I was Joel Osteen, I would lock my doors too to be like, <laughs> you're going to tell me. Look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, you know, I, I want to thank all my followers. I want to thank all my followers on the Miami comedy page. But if you guys showed up on my door during the hurricane talking about, uh, I need a place to stay. I'd be like, well, you shit out of luck, buddy. There's, you can go into that van right there. <laughs> but I follow your page, but I don't know who you are, man. Maybe it's one of the, you know, maybe it's like one of the girls that I know that are always on the chat. I'd be like, all right, yeah, you can come in. No, <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll probably like uh freak you out with like the uh, vampiric laugh as you walk in oh my god manny it's me melena listen my house got blown away can i stay at your place <laughs> of course <laughs> it's halloween
playing, baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, look, I don't blame Joel Osteen, man. I think you need a lot. But the, the worst thing you can do is when a situation like that occurs and you try to hide it, like that's not who you are. It's like you already showed us your, your true colors, man. Like don't. A lot of people try to pretend they're not something when they clear, clearly are. You know what I mean? And if your intentions are good, you should never be afraid. That's, this is actually a great segue. To segue into virality and being yourself. There's, you know, there's nothing wrong showing people who you really are. Some people want to save face to the point where they overdo it. If I was Joel Osteen, man, and then a hurricane happened, and a lot of people trying to get into my mansion, I'll go, I'll preach a sermon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll open my doors, be like, all right, guys, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable for the Lord shall give me the strength to lay down the wrath and come down on you like a hammer of divine might. So with that being said, come on in, go ahead and grab a seat. I'm going to start the sermon. Uh, I don't know you guys shit. So uh, I don't know why the fuck you think I would want strangers in my house, especially when there's so many. As a matter of fact, my life is in danger right now as we speak because I'm overrun. There's way too many of y'all, just one of me. I don't got any security on the premises. They're all in their place, safe with their families. So get the fuck out. (laughs) Sermon is over. And then that's it. Then, you know, they would... They would ambush him and then take all his shit. I don't blame him, man. You got to be honest. You know, you got to tell the truth. But do I have to feed you? LOL. Just kidding. No, I would. Every time a hurricane comes, I have plenty of ramen. And uh, and a gas stove. So definitely a lot of uh, ramen noodle candlelit dinners. Uh, you know, romantically as we watch the rain pour through the windows that have uh, the tape like an X. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Uh, Andrena Berti, welcome to the chat. How are you? We're here talking about what it's like to go viral, get famous, and pretend like you're somebody you're not. So uh, that's one thing that I've always liked about myself, especially, uh, you know, how sensitive the world is, that I don't hold back. I'm always honest. I'm always authentic. I always come off how I want to come off because that's just who I am. You know, being authentic is so free. And uh, for the people out there that got to save face because they don't want to lose money or lose sponsorships, that's uh, all silly. You know, I think the best thing that you can do is um, from the beginning, be yourself, get creative. And then if anything ever pops off, never try to be someone you're not just to get some extra likes. That's silly. You know, I mean, you could be, you could be worth millions, but to be somebody you're not with those millions, I, I, that's torture, you know, can't go outside and get myself a whore. What do you mean? I made money so that I can get sex workers. (laughs) I'm out here trying to spend my, my God given right. My hard earned money to buy some drugs. What do you mean? I can't buy drugs because it's illegal. I bust my ass not to smoke weed on a Wednesday night. Uh, Eddie Savaya says 100. Exactly. 100%, man. 
being wealthy and not being able to be yourself is like being in prison. That's terrible. You know, you got to pay people to, sh- you know, to shush them because you did some bad shit. Like, oh, I would hate to live like that. You know, there's a lot of people out there that probably give out a lot of shush money from the beginning. Remember that time I caught you smoking, uh, smoking cocaine off that prostitute's ass? I got a photo. I'm going to release this photo. You better give me an allowance of $10,000 a month or this photo of you smoking crack out of uh, a prostitute's butt crack is going to be spread everywhere in the news. I'd be like, go ahead and spread it. People know who I am. I'm real. I'm me. Go ahead and spread it. Spread it. And then everybody spreads it. And I'd be like, Manny, you know what? I'm not surprised. This is actually something you would do. (laughs) Uh, Yo, did you see that? You see that? A uh, photo that was released about Manny doing cocaine off a uh, stripper's butt. Yeah, yeah, it seems about right. It seems like something Manny would do. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. Uh, you know, we just go live, talk some shit with the people of Miami. Studio is coming soon. It's going to be a, you know, bigger production. We're going to have multiple cameras, different lights, lots of effects. We'll see what else comes out uh, throughout the project. I'm excited. It should be up, you know, ready to go by November. Uh, hopefully the content will be able to be, you know, a little more propagated through the different channels. We're going to be on Twitch. We're going to be on YouTube. Uh, I'm still looking at other channels to kind of do this live stream in. maybe some interviews, maybe uh, get you guys in on the call. We'll figure it all out as we go along. Okay. So this is me trying to share with you as much as I can, the process of getting the studio going for next year when we uh, ultimately relaunch the Miami Comedy Podcast for uh, shit-talking and laughing every day in the city of Miami. If you want to support, go to miamicomedy.com slash podcast to subscribe to the show. And if you guys want to buy a T-shirt, there it is right there. Uh, Just go to miamicomedy.com slash shop. A lot of shirts have been sold. Thank you to everybody that has purchased it, especially those that come out to the shows as well. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great weekend. Oh, I'll be on tomorrow, same time, 1030. Till then. Bye, everyone.